0: Hey, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Asiago, back at it again with the 3 m Thoughts Podcast. Shoot, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, so, so I haven't been, uh, recording every night, and that's because, well, you know, life happens, and plus, you know, it's not like I'm obligated to do it uh, every night, it's just something that I, I uh, it's just a little hobby that I like to do, but I still want to, I, I still feel like I, you know, really, really do want to record every day, or at least as much as I can, because, well... I don't know, I I I like making content for people. I, I like I've, I've always I've always, uh, I've always have you know, whether it's making drawings for people to see or making videos for people to you know to watch or sure, making podcasts for people to listen to. I I just like creating stuff for people. Uh so, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to keep on going. And uh shoot. So, actually what I plan to do is is that if I if I can if I can keep recording uh for like the next week, I like well the next 7 days straight hell by, by, by like maybe next Tuesday uh yeah like next Tuesday I should be able uh the drop that uh that Desmond uh special you know for for, for the mid-teason special you know so uh <laughs> yeah so uh so in, yeah so interview with Desmond uh shoot uh actually I'm gonna give him uh am gonna give him a call later on to see if his PC is available so anyways uh, so I would have recorded last night, actually, I was planning to, problem was, was that I was super tired, <laughs> like, I, I, literally was, uh, because, I mean, I, I, like, I came home at, like, two something, it was, it was, like, almost three, it wasn't as, well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was mostly that, you know, well, I don't think it was necessarily the fact that it was, like, 3 a.m. that I was tired, I think it was more of the fact that, uh, that, like, the, that, the night before, or should i say the morning before i didn't get too much sleep like it, it was i like i got like maybe a good four and a half hours of sleep uh you know it, it ain't much but hey you know shoot like you know it, it was just it was just enough to where you know, I, can, I can at least function throughout the day and that's the thing when it, when it comes to sleep uh like uh i mean i always I always try to keep it like at around six hours i mean six hours is just a really good number for me uh and, and for me, it really does work, you know, seeing that I'm, eight, I'm up for like 18 hours a day and somehow six hours of sleep, you know, really, really does help. Now, you know, I do have that. I do have a weekly day, uh, an off day where I just, just sleep for like 13 hours. You know, I just sleep with no alarm, just sleep throughout the day, even if I wanted to, because I mean, shoot, I mean, I got to gotta balance things out somehow because throughout the week, I'm, I'm either sleeping six hours, five four. sometimes I'll sleep seven hours. Uh, but it's like it's 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 always around six it's it, like I never sleep a full eight hours it's always like seven or below usually around six but anyways but this let's see but this time though I woke up because I, I woke up with a four uh four hours and 30 minutes of uh worth of sleep and I was staying up you know working not stop all the way to freaking 3 a.m so uh, I mean it's not like I was working the whole time well because like you know I, I go to work at one it's not like I wake up and I'm at work or whatever that would be pretty weird but anyways uh so uh, so bottom line I was super tired and I didn't feel like uh doing anything uh I, well, actually ironically uh freaking because I mean I tend you know like usually uh, my on my off days, uh, well, or at least, uh, when i when I get off and then my, the next day is going to be an off day. I tend to just stay up later because uh, I mean, I could take the risk cause I'm not, it's not like I have to show up for work tomorrow, uh, the next day. So uh, why the hell not? Uh, and, so, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, it's funny because um, apparently, you know, according to my mind, I was too tired to, you know, hit the record button, but I was, but I wasn't tired or too tired to freaking like bench youtube videos all day uh which which hey was pretty fun you know I, I you know i do so much other stuff that i just don't really uh watch youtube all that often actually the funny thing was is that the night before that night uh, two nights ago i wanted to record but i was downloading music you know because i was using youtube all, all my to freaking uh, download my uh my entire music playlist and put them onto my walkman but the thing was was that uh, okay. So I, I, think it was my second podcast that I actually, uh, I actually, you know, I, you know, I, I recorded and talked while I was, I was, uh, you know, downloading the music and, and I was fine. And I, I was, I was thinking about doing that, uh, two nights ago as well. The bad thing was, was that like, I remember when I did that freaking, it took me like it, it kind of slowed me down. Uh, when, when I was actually like downloading the music, cause here's the thing, freaking downloading all the music. It takes so long already. <laughs> like it took me like six hours to download like 300 songs because of the freaking process i had to do and there's some bullcrap that happened along the way and and on and, and, and you know freaking and when i'm when i'm you know when i'm talking in the podcast a lot of times i'm going to be focused more on what i'm saying rather than what i'm doing uh i mean that it's for some reason it's a whole different story if i'm like playing a video game while i'm talking but when it comes to freaking downloading music i think it's because like it actually requires me to really like Know, check up on everything with a game you know depending on what it is I could just you know I mean I, like I'm just naturally fluid in that you know I can, I, I can do that well for cooking if I could but anyways uh, so let's get on to the to the actual like topics well I don't really have a topic or topics uh, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna you know just ramble on uh, like how I did in the beginning uh, when I first started recording so uh, so let's do this so so today today i woke up to a pretty uh to a pretty odd situation so well i mean yeah but yeah it was a pretty odd situation uh so i woke up my dad was calling me downstairs because something was wrong with uh, with my sister uh, i go downstairs and she's on the ground uh foaming at the mouth and uh and, and from, from, what we, from what we saw from what we saw uh she probably had like a seizure or something and actually i think i think uh um, yeah i mean that's it was confirmed that yeah it was, it was, it was a seizure and you know and I mean, we stayed calm through the whole situation. You know, we called the paramedics. You know, them guys came over here. Uh, they they brought in that damn—I—I—I I, I forgot what you call them. It's, it's that—is uh, uh, it stretcher? Is that what it, is that what it's called? I oh, don't know the freaking portable bed thing that they use uh, that put the patient on. And They put it, put them on the ambulance. Uh, so you know, so, so they picked her up, brought see, brought, brought her to St. John's Hospital, and uh, you know, and they, and they took care of her there. And then when she came back, it turned. You know, uh, she, you know when she came back, you know, she was completely fine. And and that, and that was the thing because uh, I mean, she had she had a seizure, but I mean, they they took a blood test and everything, and she was just completely fine. It was like nothing out of the blue, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, you know what, what was going on? It just sort of happened. Uh, but my grandma theorizes that it's probably like uh, this, like her her sleep schedule. In which i don't like I'm, I'm not like she's she's home all day i'm not home all day you know so i'm so i'm not too sure of like of her sleep schedule of one at all uh but uh, as for me though i know that again i'm up for at least 18 hours a day you know freaking no matter how much sleep i get and uh usually like i usually like i wake up around noon and, uh, you know, I'll wake up around noon, leave to work, uh, right before one. And, you know, I see she's awake at that time. And I know she's, you know, she's been awake, you know, because when I go to bed at six, I know she's even awake then. And she's still awake when I, you know, when I leave and I'll, I'll be coming home at like anywhere between 11 and 3 a.m. And she's still freaking awake. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if she takes naps or whatever, or if she's just up that entire time. Uh, but then here's the thing. I think about it. If it is a sleeping, if it is like, just like an insomnia kind of problem then i think it would have hit me like a lot worse than, than what it is for her because i mean i mean she may stay up left for like 36 hours at a time but again she's she's home all day it's not like she's out there you know freaking working her butt off or anything like that because i don't because i'm over here freaking yeah being awake like almost all the time and you know i'm i'm, I'm out there you're like freaking walking all day you know do, you know doing doing work and stuff you know so i think if anything i should like if that was the case it would have hit me like a lot harder than it would for her but i then then again everybody's different you know not everybody's body's the same so so i, I you know so I, I i'm i'm grateful i'm really do i really am grateful thanking god that you know she, she she made it back home safe that nothing was wrong uh i mean perhaps something was wrong and then god healed, healed her of it you never know but anyways uh so i'm glad she's back you know i'm glad she's okay uh but because uh but because she had a seizure and here's the thing about seizures i don't like that word like i, I don't i don't like considering myself to be the kind of person with any kind of trigger word or whatever but unfortunately i do and it's the word seizure uh i mean or when you say the word seizure in, in the context of like an actual you know person that i know of going on now i mean i i i'm a, I'm a freaking memeer, you know i could say oh the elephants having a seizure or, or some stupid things like that or or i or you know that spongebob meme where or Freaking says a little seizures and he's holding a little seizures pizza. Okay, you know when it comes to that Yeah, it d- doesn't affect me But when you tell me that my sister or my dog or anybody that I know and love has a seizure Yeah, that that and then I only then does it actually become a trigger word for me and I'm like, you know, and I and I, I start thinking Mac You know, so you know so what happened with uh, you know with my dog Bella, you know, once she started having seizures That is what you know, you know, that would eventually be the death of her. So I totally, so i really didn't like the thought of my sister having a seizure but shoot but thankfully she's all right now and so but just like what i had to do with bella uh you know after she came back from the from the vet uh, i had to watch over my sister you know you know she, she's she's got another appointment with the doctor uh like uh, i think tomorrow or, or sometime later down this week uh you know that just you know just just a checkup, you know just to make sure everything's going all right and stuff uh mean, really trying to get down to, you know to what caused the, the seizure uh cuz i mean it could have been possibly could have been random but at the same time like why would a seizure just randomly happen uh no, I, I, I don't know but a, but anyways uh shoot so uh so I, you know it's so like i, I got to keep a, keep an eye on her now again i mean you know, i go to work and stuff you know and then yeah you know i i go to work and you know she's yeah, and she's being put on a you know uh she's being put on a, on a more regular sleep schedule so then by itself you know, you know so she'll be sleeping at a, uh, at a certain time and seeing that i'm awake you know all night you know they the total amount of time i actually have to keep my eye on her at least on the work on my work days you know isn't really that much but anyways uh shoot so Bottom line, you know, I just got to keep an eye on her, just just to make sure, you know, like, you know, nothing out of the blue happens. And if something that she if she were to have another seizure, well, you know, I, I'd be there and, uh, you know, be there, to calmly, you know, call the people, you know, who know what they're doing, to come over and, uh, you know, and do their thing. So, yeah, so, uh, so I'm, so I'm glad, uh, I'm glad she's home already. Right. Actually, uh, and the thing was, was that, um, uh, my mom was asking me, you know, like if I was awake. You know, as I as I saw her, you know, fall down on the floor and have a seizure and all that, she was asking me, you know, how would have how would have I, you know, react and stuff. And I told her all how I would react, you know, calmly. Because here's the thing, you know, when it comes to situations like that, you gotta act calmly. You know, you you can't just be freaking out or whatever. Because you know, it's you know, it's a serious situation, and you need to, you know, you you need to, you know, take the necessary steps, you know, to uh, you know, to to work your way through. it and i'm like what what am i gonna do if i freaked out what scream scream at who the dogs my grandma <laughs> like uh, who, like who am i gonna you know run to for help again the dogs my grandma the refrigerator like literally like <laughs> you know, like uh you know what i mean there we, we got no medical, medical experts in this house and the only one closest to that is my mom because she actually works uh she's a medical assistant but still like uh, again if she's at work and nobody else is here who am i gonna who am i gonna run to who am i gonna call like shoot. so you know so i would calmly you know just take care of the situation call the paramedics you know because they know what they're doing you know and uh, you know you know and uh, get them to come pick her up and stuff uh so let me so there's that so anyways let's uh let's yeah uh you know, let's let's move on a little here uh so during the whole situation after the you know after the after the after the uh you know the paramedics came and they picked her up uh they're gonna I, I was like i'm no, I'm not really the kind of person to worry all that much but you know i mean this is my sister we're talking about here you know you know she she you know i've known her you know almost my whole life so you know i'm i'm over here you know you know kind you know kind of uh kind of uneased you know so i talked to some friends about it and uh you know when i wasn't talking to some friends you know what i would do uh you know, what i did today was you know i just re stuff in my room because i got uh because in the past couple of days i got four new funko pops you know i got works baldo i got one that's uh see a bunch of college Sponge, spongebob and gary for, from, from that from that new move uh, new, that new spongebob movie yeah marilyn monroe and i got this really really dope looking uh hulk uh hulk pop like you know he's big he's gray he's, he's got the facial hair going on you know he's his face is painted white as if it's supposed to look like a skull and, it's, and it's, even on his body you know it's supposed to look like he's got bones and stuff you know it looks really it looks really uh, awesome you know it's one of the coolest things I've ever i've ever seen you know so i'm like i don't like shoot i don't care if that goes up in value or not i want that you know that looks cool and plus you know the hulk's my like my favorite superhero so why the hell not but anyways uh I'm gonna adjust the mic here a bit I don't know why uh you, there we go so anyways uh yeah so that's what I did you know I moved this move some things around you know you know got some stuff out of my closet uh because the way I have my closet is that you know uh I, I, I never keep it closed because it's got a weird like double door function where like you know I can't have both doors open at the same time but I can I can have I can I can open the doors either to either reveal one or, one side or the other and I and I decide just for the sake of you know of it looking cool and looking good and stuff. I just always keep it open, and then I have some stuff on you know on the shelf there. You know, for first of all, it's for storage, but second of all, you know, I got some things you know on there uh You know, to get you know the you know the act as decoration, and you know that's why I did. You know, I cleared out that shelf. You know, put the put the Funko Pumps. I had, the new ones. Including the uh, including some other extra ones that I had, you know on display in the closet because here's the thing You know, I got a little feature section right i'm um, right above my uh, my shelf but it's I mean I, It's already pretty damn full and I don't want to you know I, I don't want to overdo it or make it like so tall it freaking tumbles and I already got a, a shelf You know above my window like, you know, go like horizontal, you know freaking Displaying a whole bunch more pops. But the thing is is that I don't have a longer board yet and <laughs> And quite frankly, I don't have it any other shelves anywhere yet. So before I can get that done, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep the pops in the closet and at least make them like display uh, it and look good, you know, during the time being. But anyways, that's what I did, you know, during the whole during the whole uh, waiting period just to kind of ease my mind off a bit. Uh, so, you know, let's uh, let's, let, let's move on here. Uh, so. And this next segment, I'm gonna talk about, uh, you know, like you, uh, you know, what what else, uh, you know, what, what are other thoughts I had today. Here we go. All right, so. Uh, so after the whole, uh, you know, Victoria situation happened, uh, you know, and, and after, you know, I've done rearranged, uh, you know, some of the Funko Pops in my room, uh, my grandma called me downstairs cause she, uh, she wanted me you know, to get some, uh, get some ice for, her. uh, you know, so she, so she gave me $20. She said, you know, all I gotta do is just pay for the ice and then the rest, uh, the rest of the change is mine. And I thought, Oh, dope. You know? So I, uh, so I went down to the, you know, to the stripes across the street, uh, freaking got myself, uh, got myself a monster, uh, energy juice, my favorite, uh, yeah, my favorite blend actually, which is called the uh, Pacific Punch. My God, it's so damn good. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little detour here real quick. Uh, when it comes to Monster Energy juices, man, I, I love them all. Even yeah, you know, especially like uh, you know, especially the Pacific Punch. That's like my absolute favorite. But the one I actually end up drinking the most is the, uh, the pink one, which I forgot what that's called. But uh, but yeah, but it's it's, it's the pink variety. However, there's this one Monster Energy juice that uh it's it's came and gone and it for for the longest time it was my favorite but i don't know why like like nobody's selling it anymore i don't know if, it, if i don't know if they're just not manufacturing it anymore or maybe i'm not looking like or, or maybe i'm not looking in the right places because again like my favorite uh, my favorite energy drink which is the champagne flavored bang i can't find that anywhere else except for this one gas station across from uh across from my old middle school and that's the only place where i'm able to find it uh so i i think maybe this might be the case with this other monster energy juice and it's called the ripper yes it's a it's a yellow monster energy drink can uh freaking it's, it's you know it, again it's a juice and it's called uh the ripper it's freaking nice i used to, like i used to find that freaking uh and only actually I used to only find that in gas stations like I would like I would never see it in the in Fruit towns or targets or H-E-B's or Walmarts shoot I, I, I wouldn't want to find them at all I would only only freaking find them in gas stations and and that's the thing you know again I I said this before in a podcast but shoot again I I love going to freaking gas stations and looking at the different kinds of energy drinks sometimes exclusive flavors that i can find it's kind of like an easter egg hunt you know except energy drinks and I'm, I'm a big i'm a big fan of them so you know it's just not much more fun to me but anyways uh so damn the damn ripper man like i, I, I like i was just so sad when i when i found that i just couldn't find them anymore or again i'm not sure if they just stopped making them or have or now they're just like harder to find or whatever but damn damn man like i went the things i would do to get into get to get back a ripper damn uh so uh so anyways uh shoot uh so back okay so back back uh back to what i was saying before the entire uh what you call it before i went on the whole uh my energy drink uh deal so uh, so again, so I w- went to the gas station, which is stripes across the street, you know, got some, uh, got some ice, got myself a monster energy drink. And I also, I also got, got me some, uh, what you call it? Some slurpy flavored, uh, gummy worms, which is pretty damn dope. So like ever, ever since they started building this, uh, uh, seven uh, like not too far down from the stripes, like we've been like over here at stripes, uh, i'm not i'm not i am i do not know why i'm saying we it's not like there or anything but oh you know over here uh, over there are stripes you know uh they've been getting a lot more uh slurpee related items you know from actually slur- serving slurpees themselves to having slurpee like flavored things and it, it, it's, i don't know it's pretty it's pretty damn cool kind of weird though because you would think 7-eleven would be like a competitor unless like there's a major company that owns both stripes and 7-eleven i'm not sure how that goes i don't keep up with uh with gas station uh you know business uh stuff but uh but still like you know it's cool because and actually the 7-eleven isn't even like done being built yet and definitely with this whole pandemic going on it's you know it's not you know <laughs> you know it's no i don't know it's probably not going to be done for for a good while but anyways uh you know it's cool ever since they started building that we've been getting more uh sleep related items you know in that store so it's in the Strive store, so you know it's, it's 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 all Gucci, man. You know it's all pretty damn cool. Uh, so, anyways, you know when I got home, I gave her the ice, and I you know what you call it, got my got my drink and uh, my, my candy upstairs, and just you uh, know just watch and I just watch some YouTube for a bit. Oh, that was a weak burp. So, anyways, uh, you know I, I was I was just watching YouTube for a bit, know watching you know I was watching some alternate history hub, watching some uh, some Scott the walls and actually. When I was watching Scott, the walls, uh, you know, he, i, I watched this video of his uh, going over the gaming watch, you know, and I, you know, and I, I, am a big fan of like, uh, you know, retro gaming and videos related to retro gaming. You know, So when I saw you know, so when saw, I saw that video. I was like, okay, hell yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to freaking, you know, click on it, you know, see if I can learn anything new and shoot. So while, while he was making this video. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean during the, in this video, uh, he featured this one, uh, different kind of gaming watch. So let me give you a bit of context for, for, for y'all who are not like so familiar with, uh, retro gaming, uh, gaming watches, they're like little LCD, uh, you no know, games that, that were, that were released from like, uh, like throughout the entire, the entirety of the 1980s and uh, ending like right, right at the beginning of the nineties uh so again so they're like little lcd games very simple had like maybe a button or two uh you know the, the goal is you know just try to rack up a high score you know kind of like uh, the premise of arc of arcade games except you know smaller more simpler you know on, on, on an lcd this display and again they would be just so simple uh you know uh you know the the kind of games you know like kind of like the simplicity of games you would find on uh, mobile phones today but except you know way back then and uh you know and, and they predate the game Boy, so it's not like the the graphics really moved or anything like that it's just little lcd lights, you know lighting up you know to simulate the, like uh, they kind of simulate movement although you know the, <laughs> the freaking the picture is going on in the screen on the screen it, them itself you know it, it ain't doing nothing you know it's just lighting up different parts of the screen but anyways uh so and w- w- with these gaming watches uh like, uh, you know, they came in all keep different kinds of forms, Uh so, they, so you got, like, you know, your standard form, which is, you know, just a, a rectangle within a bigger rectangle with buttons. And, uh, you know, and you, got your, you got your basic screen and all that. Uh, but then, you know, you get to the more interesting-looking uh, ones. Like, you got, like, uh, you know, you got, like, ones that kind of look like uh, Nintendo uh, DSs, you know, with the whole clamshell thing going on, the D-pad and a, and a, and a button, or... Uh, Oh, and this one this one i was really intrigued by which is uh it, it was it, it was a boxing game and uh and so like just looking at the casing of it uh so the game itself you know it, it you know i had the screen it was in kind of like an oval uh case, it, w- it was in an oval casing except this oval casing would open up and when you open it up you know it, w- it would show two controllers that would come out of it and it's and they're the wire they're wiredly uh attached to the actual like device itself and it's pretty cool because i did not i was not expecting to see that uh when, when i saw this product <laughs> and uh you know just just the fact that there were two like attached controllers you know via wire you know c- protruding out of this console or i mean the like yeah that could be easily like taken out of the console like it like just it's seen and it also seen that was made by nintendo themselves it like it really it really reminds me of uh you know what they did with the switch you know you know you you got you know you got your uh you know your your nintendo switch you know you can you know uh snap the kickstand out uh you know and then you take the control two controllers off hand one of the controllers to your friend and you could play two player games you know wirelessly with the two halves of controller i mean that's what i saw when i saw this freaking game and watch with the uh you know with it with the two like wire controllers it just reminded me so much of that and i would not be surprised if freaking uh and if if really that's what nintendo got the inspiration to to do that from uh you know that's the thing you know nintendo inspiring nintendo like how much more meta can you get but uh I oh, don't know, and just like, you know, and it wasn't just that, you know, that kind of intrigued me about this, uh, about this old gaming thing. It was the fact that, it's just how it was presented, you know, again, like I say, it was in the oval casing, and the two controllers, uh, there were, there were circles, and all know, little circles, big enough for, you know, a little D-pad and a button, you know, and, because that's all, you know, that's all the controls that you really needed for this simple, uh, game that, you know, that they're attached to, and, uh, just god like uh, just like everything from the colors to the way it was designed just how like it opens up and it it looks like just like a very fancy uh like box you would put i don't know like uh joints or whatever in i don't know it just looks it it looks super like nice and stuff and it's and just you know and i started thinking man like like freaking game consoles and just video game related things man like the stuff they made back in like the 70s the 70s and 80s like it's like they're a built it was like you know they were built to like to look classy in know in a way like like i don't know like like that's the thing that i saw with uh that's the thing about it, that i see with a lot of uh you know gaming things that were made back in the day like especially if you go into like the old 70s consoles like uh like the atari 2600 uh you know it, look, it just looks pretty damn classy and i think you know when you know because because here's how the you know here's how the Atari looked i mean on the top it looks like it looks like a machine you know i mean obviously you know it's, it, it's got you know switches and you know that you would toggle so to, you know the mess with the color or whatever or like the mess with the modes uh, of the game and uh you know and and throughout the top you know it just it just has a lot of ventilation again making it kind of look more like a machine but on the size of it and on the front It was all wood grain like real wood grain it looks super damn nice i mean even to this day if you see an original atari 2600 it looks like it it looks pretty damn cool and i think the whole idea with the wood grain was that uh you know you know they were they were trying to make uh they were trying to make you know video game consoles you know to appear like furniture i mean shoot even to this day i mean you look how like for example look how the ps4 is uh you know presented look look how they designed it you know because typically uh i mean despite whether or not you actually put the console like in your room or in a gaming room or in the living room again like they're typically they're typically des- uh yeah these video game consoles from back then and even today they're designed to you know as if uh, by default but uh, yeah as if by default you know you're gonna put it in your living room and you know you're gonna have a console you know uh buy the TV in the living room, you're gonna wanna you know you're gonna wanna have it look nice. Cause again, you know, yeah, you let's say you know you invite people over, and uh, you know and the first thing they co- you know come into is your living room and you have just have this wacky looking colorful uh, box right next to <laughs> right next to your freaking TV it's gonna look weird. So you know so especially, you know, especially back then, you know, back in the 70s, you know, when, 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 at a time when you can say things are more sophisticated or whatever. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the right term is, but, uh, but anyways, like, yeah, you know, things are were, things were supposed to look more like, or they want, they want things to look more like serious, you know, uh, more, again, more sophisticated. So, what they did was was that like they made the Atari Twenty Six Hundred look more like a piece of like an actual piece of furniture, you know, by adding the wood grain, by trying to make it look as presentable, as presentable as possible, but yet keep all like the actual functionality, you know, as top priority. And damn, did they do it? And you know, and and that's the funny thing is that like when it comes to Twenty Six Hundred, I love how it looks. I just, I, I, I just love love it as a piece of gaming uh, history, uh, especially being a retro gamer myself, but when it comes to like the games, I mean, I love Atari's, uh, arcade games. I, I, I really do, you know, from Centipede to, uh, to Crystal Castles, which is actually one of my top favorite games of all time. And it's also my favorite Atari game of all time. Uh, shoot, you know, you got, you, you got Asteroids, you got freaking, uh, Missile Command, you got, uh, damn Tempest. Shoot, like you, you got all these classic, uh, you know, titles made by Atari themselves. And I, I love them all. But when it comes to the 2600, you know that's when that's when my opinion kind of changes. Because again, I love Atari, I love Atari games. I just I'm just not a big fan of the Atari 2600. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with it. Not trying to roast it in any way. But the thing is, is that like, <sighs> okay, so. If, if, if you if you take a look at you know graphics you know when it comes to game when it comes to gaming, it's seemingly like every generation the graphics get twice as better. You know, they get twice as good. You no, know, they get yeah yeah they get they become twice as powerful. You know, and, and they start looking twice as you know, t- yeah again twice as good as they did in the previous generation. I mean hell, it, it became most obvious between uh like uh like Nintendo. Our nes and super nes you know from 8-bit to 16-bit it became the, like the whole graphical jump was like more obvious there than at any time well i guess you could say between like maybe super nintendo and nintendo 64 or or sega genesis to like uh playstation one you know the, i mean still like by, it was early back in the day when graphical jumps were uh were like much more obvious and you could definitely you know and you can definitely see it a lot more, but, th- and the thing is, is that, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, a game needs great graphics to, you know, to be a good game. I mean, I played many games with, t- along with like, terrible graphics, but they're some of the most fun pieces of things, pieces of arts that I've ever played, but the thing is, th- the thing is, and my thing with Atari 2600, is that like, God, it okay, so, again, the, the Atari 2600, it's like, a- it's a late 70s console, and, you know you have the nes which is an 8-bit console mid 80s yeah again released in 1985 you know obviously you know they're two general there are two different generations or at least that's the way i see them uh so you know you got the 8-bit nes and so it's and definitely when you look at the atari 2600s graphics it's really obvious to tell that the the, 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 the 2600s graphics were probably like 4-bit and here's the thing again a game does not need to have good graphics for it to be good i mean you can just have just a terrible uh like you just like the color is gonna be terrible like you can just have blobs you know to represent your game and if it, you know if it if it's fun to play then it doesn't then it doesn't really freaking matter you know whether the game looks good or not but when it comes to atari 2600 and again this is just my opinion the games themselves may be good, cause I've cause I played my fair share of twenty six hundred games, and they play great, and they're and they've actually you know had a good time with them. But my thing is, is that like, I don't know, like, I mean, sure, the graphics aren't the best, but but like not only that, the graphics of the twenty six hundred, I can barely tell what the hell's supposed to go on, like freaking. So th- there's this one game I remember playing. I, I think it was one of the first. uh, 2600 games i played when i got myself a 2600 uh flashback and the thing is i think it was called like dragon quest or something like that or it was some you know i I, like i remember the whole premise was you know you got to go through this castle and you got to slay the dragon and then you got to go around the castle and collect these items you know that's fine and dandy but again with the very limited graphical power they had like I, I'm guessing not only would you have to use your imagination on a whole lot of things, but you would also have to pretty much imply on what a single thing is. Like you know, so I'm going, so I'm going around and you know, trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and then like. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on, you know, what the hell something is, and with no in-game instructions, and no actual instruction manual to actually, you know, to get any context of the game, it, it, it's kind of like a guessing game of what to do, and again, you know, this only, the, the Atari 2600, it only has a joystick and a single button, you no, know, that's the controller, just a joystick and a button, there, so there isn't very much you can do if you try to do anything at all, so i'm over here you know freaking like trying to move around trying to figure out what to do and i'm like what the heck is this what the hell is this like where do do i go you know and and then you get it's not it's not just that game but it's other games too like i'm trying to figure out what the heck something is you know you know is it an item is it an enemy is it a power-up is it me you know what the hell am i looking at you know like because because I, I, like one of the one of the most important things of a game is that you know what the hell you're looking at because i mean shoot like if i mean a game could be nothing but like just a bunch of like blocks of random colors on the screen but if but if as long as i know what i'm looking at and i know like you know what the whole point of the game is Okay, you know, it's completely it's completely legitimate But when it came but for, for Mike's from my experience when I come a 20 Atari 2600 games I could never figure out you know what anything was or like what the hell what the hell am I supposed to do? And a lot of times I'll be confused looking at a looking at a bunch of freaking Blocks, you know trying to think what is that? What am I supposed to do with that? Can I go there? Can I can I grab it? You know, can I attack it? What, what the heck is that? You know What? what what the heck is going on and you know so and again it's not, for me it's not like that with every atari game but i mean i just can't stand that the technology is so limited to just like dots and blocks and lines that it, it just makes it so hard for me to figure out you know what the hell i'm doing and maybe like if maybe if i was like i don't, I don't know maybe my opinion might be might have been uh, different if i was like born at a, you know like at like in the boomer age and i was actually uh like a like if I, if I started playing atari as a kid i don't know maybe maybe my opinion might have been different but thing is you know I, i'm not a boomer you know i i didn't grow up with these games i like literally when i like i think one of the first video games i ever actually played uh well arguably it was this freaking pc arthur game uh freaking for I don't know, it was like some kind of preschool game. But first real video game, I would say maybe it was thinking I think it was like Sonic the Hedgehog, uh on this uh gen this like Genesis controller that had like six games built in. Uh but again the first real video game I played was probably Sonic. But I think yeah I believe it was Sonic the Hedgehog. And by that by that point, you know, I I knew you know what I was looking at. I could see what, what Sonic was. I could see what the background was. I could see what the foreground was you know i could i could tell what everything is you know and so with my experience of video games uh like you know when, when they root in that you know and, and the thing that i can actually see and understand well you know it's i don't know i think it could kind of, i think it makes it kind of harder for me to uh, like look and try to understand you know what the hell i'm looking at when it comes to an old 70s uh you know atari game i don't know again that's just me and again completely different story with uh, atari's arcade games because they weren't limited to you know such weak technology like you know they can actually make their games look like the way they wanted them to like damn you know like not not every game looked like freaking pong you know every game looked different you know different enough to where you can actually tell what everything was like you know you look at Atari's 2600 games however they all just kind of look like the same game except with you know different designs i'm not sure again not not, not trying to like uh, not, not trying to knock on freaking, uh, Atari or the 2600 or, or it's games. Cause again, you know, that's, you know, opinions differ for everyone. And again, I've had there, have, I have a lot of good experiences with the uh, 2600 games. That's just a little pet peeve of mine, but anyways, uh, shoot. So let's go on. So back to what I was saying about, uh, you know, video games, like looking classy, you know, classy enough to where, you know, they look like pieces of furniture. And, uh, you know, I, I was talking about the wood grain on the, on the 2600 shoe. Like, I don't know. There was, and there was wood grain on a lot of old consoles back then. Shoe. I, I like, I, I personally, I like to call it the wood age, <laughs> you know, because you got, you got the stone age, you got the bronze age. I call this the wood age <laughs> freaking, you know, cause, uh, cause again, you know, you got, you got, wood, you got wood grain and everything makes everything look good, look good really presentable especially you know back at a time when things were when things were supposed to look more sophisticated you know <laughs> before the 1980s when things started getting more weirder but uh but again again you know they, they they achieved their point you know not only were they gaming machines but they're but they're also like legitimate pieces of uh furniture know, that look good when you put them in your living room you know that's said and done like you know everything had a very neat and deep and different design you know and, and that's what i like and, you know and and that's why like this is and that's why like you know i mean just and i'm not when i when i say this i'm talking about like consoles like you know in in general you know not just old consoles but you know consoles from that time all the way to all the way to now you know it just kind of like i don't know it saddens me whenever i see that that uh you know that a design for the con for a console is just like a simple very simple plain rectangle or something like that like the wii u like you know the wii you know it wasn't it wasn't a bad console it just had like a it just had bad marketing and stuff but again it wasn't a bad console it had great games and such but like you look at the actual console itself not the controller just the real you know thing you put your disc in it's literally just a black rectangle that's all it is it's a black rectangle with a disc track i'm um, not just trek a, a disc uh you know slot that's all it is and like it's so boring i mean i know when you're playing games you're not looking at the console but wow again like but this is something that's supposed to like you know be presentable in your living room or something like that but like wow it's just so bland and like it just saddens me for me to see something like that i mean god at least the gamecube had the uh, like like i had the gimmick of being a cube a small little cube but again, at least at least it gave it personality, you know. It, it gave it some, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it, it gave it some character. But when I just look at the Wii U, it's like it's just, you know, it's boring. <laughs> or uh, or shoot, sure, or at least like the earlier Xbox ones. Like at least they look, at least like they look like the uh, freaking. Old old school eighties uh, VCRs. I'm not sure if that was the intention, or I'm not sure if that's what you know what you think, but I mean that's what I saw. <laughs> but anyways, again, you know, even something like that, you know, it gives you know some kind of a character, you know. And for for machines, you know, like designed out on the outside to you know to look like something that you would want in your living room, you know. Again, like it just saddens me to see someone like I don't, designed so blandly like again it doesn't have to look all flashy like it just it just i don't know from to me like again you're designing these things you know for other people to see when they walk into someone's house i think you know you could put a little more effort into like designing the actual console stuff to make it look cool not freaking like out of this world or anything like that i don't know but like you know just to kind of fit the look of uh the general living room you know some are you know just good enough to work. It like I don't know, people will not be disappointed in your product, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I'm saying no more, I'm just gonna try to get off this freaking topic here, uh, shoot, so, anyways, so, back, uh, to the original, uh, you no, know, con- to the original convo, uh, so, I was watching, back to, you know, when I was watching, uh, that Scott the Wads video about gaming watches, uh, you know, so, I, I, and I noticed, well, I mean, I, but, okay, so, I wasn't, I wasn't new to this, you know, Well, uh, so, I saw, like, the, all, like, they uh they they showed all kinds of like uh you know gaming watches and again one of the the designs that he uh they showed off was the one with the clamshell design the one that uh with two screens a d-pad and a button you know and again i'm pretty sure nintendo got a lot of uh, inspiration from that you know when when they were designing uh you know the the earlier like game boy and uh, uh ds uh you know consoles you know with the whole clamshell design and all and, and, and that's pretty you know and, and that's pretty dope though but like but then but then i don't know that made me think i don't know why i just had this random thought but that made me think man like is there a way i can play my ds on the tv i don't know why i started thinking about that when i'm watching a video about gaming watches and not and having nothing to do with plugging in portable consoles to a tv but for some reason i started thinking that you know can I just like get a dongle for my freaking 3DS and just like plug it in directly to my TV? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, so the next yeah, then so the next segment is going to be uh focusing more on
1: can I, you can I do this with a 3DS? Here we go. All right,
0: so here we go uh on this other segment here uh so i i didn't want to end the uh, the last segment as weird as i did but the thing is is that like uh so ever since i got this new microphone uh like you know i, I i've been uh, i've been recording on my computer now i got an adapter so i can use my i, I can attach it to my phone and uh, and record it off there but the problem is is that like you know when i use that you can hear something like the, the electrical static you know in my audio because you know i'm having to connect uh, you know this microphone you know into a do- into a dongle that connects directly into the usb port of my phone and you know you just you just hear the jumbled up audio between my voice and whatever electrical stuff is going on in the port and uh, and on the anchor app on my phone i can play i, you know, I, I can not play i can record up for up up for an entire hour before uh before i'm forced to either change segments or end the podcast uh and on the computer you know uh like I, like for some reason i only have 30 minutes you know the record before i i have to make another segment or end the podcast and i am not making a 30 minute 30 minute podcast you no know? I, like i want to try to keep them at uh an, an hour long again nothing is you know obligating me you know to make from making up 30 minutes i just don't want it to be 30 minutes you know uh but anyways uh so back to what i was saying uh you know so with the whole you know old gaming watches looking like D- DSs with the whole clamshell thing going on and all that blah blah, blah. and then uh, and then i started thinking about uh you freaking you know ds's you know and i'm like Man, it'll be really dope if I could play my th- my 3DS on my TV. You know, like what? There's gotta be like a dongle out there, you know, like so I could plug in like directly into my 3DS and it just ha- and it just has like an HDMI port thing and I just plug it on my TV and bam. Now, thing is, is that like, well, first of all, why would I want to do that? Well, I mean, uh, like, I don't I, I don't, I don't know why I just started thinking about this. I don't know. I like when anyway, I when I really start thinking about it. I mean it it, it sounds like a cool idea but just thinking about the like the way the games look on the 3ds it looks fine because it's a small screen and all but then you like you size them up to to fit on an entire tv screen i i think like they're not going to look as good as they as they do on the actual 3ds screen and like you know it's kind of impractical uh because you know because first of all it's a portable console but also too it's not like i don't know i i i don't know it's not like it's supposed to be like the switch or whatever where it's supposed to be kind of kind of both but i mean wh- wh- whatever i don't know for some reason i started thinking about uh i started thinking about wanting to you know plug in my damn 3ds to the tv uh and you know and then i started thinking more into this uh you know at the moment and i was thinking man you know that would be pretty damn cool you know i can play I you know i, I can play games uh you know on, on the 3ds uh i mean like if there was like a way i could play on the tv it would probably he would have to be a dongle you know i could that i would plug in directly into the tv and into my 3ds uh seeing seen that the 3ds has no bluetooth capability uh, i would probably have the i i'll probably have to use the the damn 3ds or hold hold the damn console anyways in my hand as a controller and because a lot of games utilize touch screen controls i'd probably have to again i'll have to keep it in my damn hands anyways because that's the that's the only way i can have that second screen uh it's not like a wii u or anything well i mean it is like a wii u but except freaking like you know it's not like a it's not like it's a console and a controller that are you know detached you know it it, you know the whole damn thing is, is is within itself you know so Again, I don't know. I don't know why I had that stupid idea, but I just kind of had that all of a sudden for some reason. I was probably thinking about like the switch, and I thought,
1: "Hey, what if I did that with my 3DS?"
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. And, and and then like and then it, it then it led me to think about uh, other things. Like, man, you know, it'd be really cool. Yeah, you know, if I could do that and play Super Mario Maker, uh, yeah, Super Mario Maker on my TV. But then I remembered, why the hell would I need to do that? First of all, I don't have that game anymore because I sold it so I could have money to go to OniCon last year, and I really don't need it because I have Super Mario Maker 2 on my Switch, in which I hadn't played it in a while. I totally forgot I had the game until I started uh, remembering the, the 3DS version, but again, yeah, like, why the hell would I need to do something like that if I got the freaking uh, game on my Switch? Like, I don't know. I think, I think as a uh, uh because I, I think when i was thinking about the whole like playing the 3ds on the tv and the whole like having to hold the damn console like like a wii u i i started making me think about uh super mario maker and i totally just forgot about the fact that i have it on switch uh but anyway anyways like so super mario maker and games like that you know i like uh so i like i, I really like super mario maker not so much the fact be you know Again, not so much of the fact that you know, I can make levels and stuff. I mean, I do make levels. I just don't make them very often because when it comes to like, you know, games where you can make your own games, I'm not, I'm not very much of a person that, you know, I'm not very much of a creator. I'm more of a player. Because uh, here's the thing, you know, I got a bunch of like weird and obscure concepts for levels, but either I cannot bring them into fu- fruition because I'm not sure how to make them work, or I try to make them work and they and they just come out not as good as I, uh, as I wanted them to be. Or they're just too elaborate or they're just not fun, you know, like each, di- like, I don't know, like, it, it's fun creating them, but it's not fun playing them, you know, if you know what I mean. But that's what I like about Mario Maker is that like you like you're not just limited to just creating you to just making levels. Which I mean I, I mean I, I know that's like the main point of the game, but I mean but you don't have to do that. Like I can literally just not make not make a level my entire life and still enjoy the game because freaking I, I can just connect online and I can play everybody else's stuff. I can download their levels and stuff, and that's what I loved about the original Mario Maker and this one. And, and I was so disappointed whenever I got the 3DS version that I couldn't do that because at the time when I got a uh, Super Mario Maker for 3DS I so I've already done so my Wii U long ago, and it was way before I got myself a switch So uh, so I'm like if so I'm over here like man, you know I can I can only like I can only create levels and the only levels uh, that I didn't create that I could play Would be like the ones from the story mode which I, there I hadn't even completed but uh but still though i knew like but eventually like any any mario game i would eventually run out of levels and you know i have, have to be forced to just make levels and again i'm not that much of a creator i'm, I'm more of a you know, more of a player but anyways uh so someone so this one's mario maker 2 came out for the switch i was just so excited you know so you know so i bought it and i mean i mean i mean by default i made a level i made a single level it wasn't the best level but i mean it was a level Uh, but i was more excited about the fact that i can actually connect to the internet again and play everybody else's levels man because because my favorite thing about mario maker is that like it's like a never-ending mario game like because you just have an unlimited amount of freaking uh you know uh, yeah you just have an unlimited horde of mario games i mean mario levels with different Mario, uh, styles, you know, out there, out there to play, and it's so cool, because, like, shoot, and, and, and god, like, again, it's like a never-ending Mario game, I got all these levels made by different people, and there's a lot of people who can really, who really know what they're doing, who can really make some good levels, And, and it's cool, because, again, like, it's not like the official, well, I mean, this is a, this is an official Mario game, but, like, but it's just it's not like all like the official levels made by Nintendo themselves or like I were I were again, they're kind of laid out in a typical way I mean not saying typical is bad or anything like that But you know just like your typical Nintendo way, you know, not, nothing too out. Not, nothing too wacky Nothing too bland, you know, that's like just the perfect mix of everything But then you got like, you know, when you give the player to create the ability to create the levels themselves that's when all the twists and turns happen that's when all like just the crazy stuff happens or that's whenever you get those automatic music levels or that's whenever you get like uh the surprise stuff and all that you know and it's it's really cool you know it's it, it's things that nintendo would probably do if they wanted to go all out but they decided to let us do it instead and it's beautiful man because again like i can only wish that I can make levels like that, but you know what? It's so much fun to just play, uh, pl- play through other people's levels that I know what they're doing and all that, and it's so cool. Like I remember uh, back in the Wii U, like I like I, I think I only made like two levels and I just stopped. <laughs> like you know, I just stopped that too, because uh because what I would because like then the, the 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 game mode that I would go to most would be freaking uh the hundred Mario challenge. And what you do is you know you start off with a hundred lives. And you just you you just go on playing uh you know playing random levels from online you know all the way until you until you eventually run out of lives and die. Or uh, actually, I don't think it was the hundred mile challenge. I think it was maybe like the ten Mario challenge or something like that. Because uh, yeah, I think the hundred Mario Challenge is whenever you start off with the hundred lives and you have to go through uh, through these maps, uh yeah through these maps with wacky uh levels made by nintendo themselves or no or not even that again you you played uh other people's levels but I, i'm not sure i i, I kind of forgot the, uh, about how how it all works but anyways all i remember was the mode i would play i'll just keep on playing other people's levels and it was awesome it was super fun damn like and, and i would just keep on playing for hours because and that's that's another thing that's that's another reason why i love uh mario maker and the whole concept of it is because, like, not only is there, like, an unlimited amount of levels, but, like, nothing is ever the same. They're, they're never, like, you know, okay, so maybe there are a few cases where two levels are, like, but that's because they're both, like, music levels. Or they're both freaking, like, uh you know, oh, you know, this this kid was uh, was bored, so he just put a bunch of invisible blocks everywhere. And now you gotta go all the way this way, and go all the way the other way, and jump, and you do, and re- rinse and repeat. No, like... I mean and if you wanted to you could, you could skip stupid levels like that but anyways like everything is always different and it's so fun because like again it's like again it's not only a never-ending mario game but it's a never-ending mario game with so many like just everything is different you know there is no really there's almost no like same experience every you're always gonna have something different uh you know going on and it's so damn fun it's so damn cool god <laughs> so uh yeah so i mean so so, so, so that's uh that's that for uh, for mario maker uh so actually so let's go on uh for the ps4 i actually got this game called uh called dreams which i will eventually play it one day uh it's just I, at, at the moment i'm playing uh other games uh, i i've started it by i've started the tutorial uh but i hadn't actually got through with it uh, yet so and again probably probably when it comes to that game because uh, like, Dreams is... Kind of, it's actually more so like a little big planet than anything else. As a matter of fact, it was made by the same people. Uh, but, but the whole premise of the game is that it's one of those games where the creator can create their own games using the game's uh you know tools and engine and stuff and i like i've seen many different examples online of what kind of games people have made and it's pretty damn cool i mean hell some somebody made somebody recreated like uh part of the original uh super mario 64 game using dreams and that was pretty damn cool because i'm like playing super mario 64 on a ps4 that is (laughs) <laughs> that is uh, that's something i've never heard of and that's something pretty damn dope and see now it was made by a creator uh well i mean not a game creator but somebody was like created by you know just a, a regular player like that's that uh, that was is pretty damn cool man like oh, i got so i got so stoked and i'm like you know what i gotta buy this game and, and too because my friend caleb uh, you know he was telling me hey you know we, we let's uh let's create something you know so buy the game and we can play it buy the game we go into quarantine and then now freaking having to wait uh, you know forever you know just you know just uh, having a wait, having to wait forever until you know he, he can actually come over and come inside the house and you know we you know we can let, let him do his magic because <laughs> again i'm not much of a creator but he is so uh, anyways but like like really though like when i the next time i boot up the game i'm just gonna get through the, the tutorial Probably forget most of what I learned, and probably just go on to freaking playing other people's stuff, because that's the way totally I roll. I mean, that's all I get with Mario Maker. That's probably how I'm gonna be with uh, with Dreams. Shoot. uh You know, Caleb. Caleb was more of the creator. I'm more of the player. So uh, that's because that's how I play. That's how I roll. Uh, so it's uh, you know, so it's let's uh, let's go on here. Uh, you know, it's, it's, that's another thing I want to talk about. uh what happened today ah so uh so today uh so i was just i was i was going through my messages on uh, messenger because uh yeah so I, I was on messenger you know looking through my messages and i and i saw that uh i saw that somebody somebody a- added me to this random group chat i don't know why uh, i look at the group chat and i i didn't know any of these people and uh and it was like Including myself, there was like 148 people in total, and I'm like, "Who made this? Why am I here?" And then I, and then I, then the thought came to me: Oh, you know, it must be another society where somebody freaking uh, made it one group chat and just added a whole bunch of random people. You know, kind of like, kind of like Pumbaa did. You know, with the uh, again with with the society. Yeah.
1: Hey guys, Pumbaa, what are you doing here? Well, uh, you said the word society. You know, that's my favorite word, right? I, I, I know, but
0: wh- why are you here?
1: Like, How'd you get through the door? It was locked. Locked? What lock? Wait, what'd you do to my lock? Oh, uh, that, that thing on the doorknob? Yes, that thing on the doorknob. What did you do to it? I ate it. Huh? Yeah, it, it, it was disgusting and it hurt my teeth, but uh, I ate it. It was pretty damn good. Huh? why would you do that
0: man i gotta spend more money on a damn freaking doorknob oh s-
1: sorry bro a-
0: a- anyways
1: so uh so well you're talking about getting ra- added to a random group chat yeah about the part where i came in
0: yes i i was getting to that uh <laughs> so anyways uh so freaking so i i see that somebody tried to pull up try to pull a poomba on me so i'm like you know what let's make this fun so i spammed the hell out of that group chat freaking uh, i mean it was a bunch of like random people and you know they all probably had no constant context to this either so i'm like you know what Get a bunch of means and just start spamming them freaking like yeah I, like i just went nonstop for like 10 minutes uh just spamming all these photos hell it probably might have broke their phones because it almost damn near broke mine and then uh and then after that i was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna add Pumba in here, and he's gonna he's gonna do his thing. Hell yeah he did! Yeah! So now I'm in a society. I I renamed a society too. And then I put my picture on it. Why? Because what's a society without my picture?
0: But well, okay, well, you're right about that. But shoot, like Damn, so not only me, but Pumba here, you know, we gained up on them, and we made a hell for them, man. And it's funny because, like, you know, I guess they, they, you know, their reactions, they're like, What the hell is
1: this crap? You know, what the hell? Why are you breaking my phone? <laughs> man, people were just angry and pissed. <laughs> yeah, they were really pissed. And, you um, know, I told them, you know, this is my new society. You can never escape. If you try escaping, I... I will personally find you track you down add you back into the group chat and i will punish you for your sins exactly Pumbaa. yeah you you keep telling that uh, but anyways shoot so
0: uh so then uh freaking so then i thought you know what i probably might just leave this one because Pumbaa was it was gonna it was gonna spam the hell out of it anyways but he wouldn't let me
1: of course not do you think I'm gonna let you escape the society just because you're my brother? Uh, well, I-I kinda thought that, but... Anyways, so what I did was, uh, I added everybody from the original society into society 2. And now we're all, like, all one big family. A big family that I can spam!
0: Yeah, yes, yes, a big family that you can spam. Hell
1: yeah! And then I added Uncle Larry, and then I spammed the chat again, and then he got all mad, and I'm scared if he's going to beat me up again. Yes, yes, I, I, I know, I
0: know. Uh, but don't don't worry. You don't have to worry about that. You know, Uncle Larry ain't here. You know, he's he, you know he's he's back. Uh, he's back in you know. Well, not back. Well, he, he he's in uh, he's in Tennessee. You know, drinking drink some whiskey at some random bar right now. Oh, that, that's a relief. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, shoot. So actually,
1: Pumba. Yeah.
0: Uh, re- remember that. Uh, remember that. Wox, that. Roxy Wong fellow.
1: Yeah, That ugly cosplayer that, that rebelled against me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- tell him about Roxy Wong. Well, back in the original uh, society, uh, you know, I I I loved uh, I I loved spamming people every day, and people got mad. People didn't like it, and people would always leave my damn society. But uh, but there was this one girl, this one. Ugly girl! She was a cosplayer, her name was Roxy Wong, and then she rebelled against me! How did she rebel against you? Well, she uh, she started spamming me back! Like she started spamming a chat. She blew up my phone! And it, and it really sucked, and it hurt my feelings, and I didn't like it very much. Well, so
0: then you learned to not spam people, and then you let them all go, right? Hell no, no! No, what
1: I did was I spammed her back!
0: Uh, 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 of
1: course. W- w- what else did I expect from you? Well, anyways, uh, so I got into her DMs, and I started spamming her uh, directly, and then she did the same to me, and, 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 I, and I was just so annoyed, and then, uh, and, and then, you know what, and then I started spamming her every single day, and then I started spamming her, her, uh, her page on Facebook, and then, you know what she did? Well, what did she do? She 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 blocked me like like a mofo. She, she blocked me. She she really does suck. <laughs> okay. So she blocks you. You know what what else does she do? Well. She didn't want me to spam her anymore. So she literally turned her uh, her personal page into into a group page. And, and now everybody can like her ugly pictures. And and, and every, everybody can, you know, they, they, I can't add her as a friend and I can't add her into the society no more because now she she's not she's not personal Facebook no more. She's a freaking group page. It, it really sucks.
0: Well, I, I guess it sucks to suck, man. Uh, you know, you, you you try doing what you, uh, you what you wanted to do, but I mean, in the end, it kind of bit you in the butt. Now, anyways, Pumbaa, can I ask you something? Yeah. Can you can you please leave my studio? Uh, I uh, I I'm still angry about the whole lock thing.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You want me to poop it out? N- no, no, no. Just
0: just just go go back to where you came from and.
1: Uh, you can keep the lock after you poop it out. I'm just, I'm just gonna buy a new one. Uh, uh, okay, uh, but but here's the problem. Yeah, I got a from my apartment again. Can can I stay here for a few days? Uh, no, 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 no. I I don't even own this place. This this is my parents' house. I'm, this is my room. Oh, can I ask you? No, no. Just just. Go, go, go live in, go live in the, the, the dumpster down the street. No, I, I refuse to leave. Hell no. Oh, fine. I, I didn't want to, you know, for it to come to this.
0: Hey, Uncle Larry, get over here. What? What? He's here? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I kind of lied about the whole him being in Tennessee and all. Uh, I, I just didn't want, want to scare you, but I knew something like this would happen. So
1: Uncle Larry, get your butt over here right now. What the hell? I was trying to sleep and dream a beer. Oh no! It's my Oh, Pumba! Oh, you've been a real bad boy. I'm. I'm gonna beat the smack out of you! No! Please don't! Here, yeah, come, come here, Pumba! No! No! <laughs> there.
0: They're out of my studio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh so here we are at the end of my podcast here uh so but before i say my outro uh you know i'm gonna you know I'm, so i called i actually called desmond uh right before uh yeah right right before recording this i called desmond you i asked him hey you know you wanna you know you wanna you know join the podcast and stuff uh you know uh you, here uh t- take a listen Uh, hey Desmond, uh, I was I was wondering if uh, you if you if you would like to come into the show like maybe in a few days or you know maybe in a, in a week or so uh, you know I, I, w- I want to feature you on, on my show you know because I, I feature featured my brother Pumbaa I have featured my uncle Larry and uh, you know I was and, uh, I was thinking about you I was like you know what. You know that De- You know he'd be a real cool guy to uh, you know to ha- just to have on the show. You know let me interview you. You know just just come on down and just you know b- bring some entertainment. You know to the to the cast. So uh, wh- wh- what do you say? You know stop by my studio
1: uh like, you know in in a few days. Man, oh I don't. What are you asking me to do a podcast, man? I, I got I got to work to do. Like who's gonna unload the trucks, man? We 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 have too much trucks to do. You need to get back to work. Okay, look. First of
0: all. I am off today, and second of all, look, we'll just get some, we'll, we'll just get, like, uh, the B team to throw the truck, and, uh, don't unload it. But, man, just have Soul a full jammed all day. <laughs> look, look, just listen, don't worry about that. Look, just come on down to the show, and I'll, you know, and, and like, everything over there will
1: take care of itself. What do you say? <sighs> man, okay, man, uh, I'll, I'll come back to the show. Just give me a call when i when you're ready, man. Sure
0: thing. I'll I'll give you a day advance notice. Sure thing, Mon.
1: Now get back to work. We have too much we have too much stuff to do. Look at all these pallets, Mon. I'm not even working today. Norman. Well, look at this auto is John, Mon. No, stop, no, Mon!
0: All right. So, you heard it here, guys. Uh Desmond, you know, he my uh, my old supervisor, you know, he's, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna take a uh, quick break from the trucks and the back room and, and all that, you know. He's gonna come on come on the show in a few days, uh, you know, possibly like maybe a week or so, uh, and uh, you know, and, and, come, and come and come join, you know, bring some variety to the, uh, you know, to, to, to the cast. So, you know, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, anyways. Oh, so, if you made it this far, uh, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, just there's more to come. I'm trying to post every day. But, you know, but again, life happens, so it may not be every day. But, you know, always check back for more episodes. And uh, this is your boy, Asiago, 3 M Thoughts, signing off. Have you a good one.